We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the NCAA tournament. We're going to play some spitball and UFC 223, so stay tuned. We're back. Everyone's We're back. here. Tim is on the phone though, because he's sick as a bitch. Thank God. Yeah, so sick. What happened to you? I, I don't know. My brother. I don't know if you guys know this, but my brother recently moved downstairs for me, and so I, I went down there to chill. And he's like, "Yo, come down and chill." And we're we're sitting there, and all of a sudden he sneezes, he sneezes, he sneezes, and I'm like, "Yo, it's good." He's like, "Yo, I'm sick. I'm sick as fuck." <laughs> and, now, and now I'm sick as fuck, and he lives in like a basement with no windows and shit, so. No bueno. It's like, yo, come down here. Let me get you sick real quick. I don't want to suffer exactly. alone. Exactly. <laughs> fucking guy, man. Yeah, you almost fucking did the same thing. I mean, I didn't... Yeah. Yo, you know <laughs> what I'm going to do? I'm going to start buying a hazmat suit. So whoever's sick, you could jump in that, and then we'll record that way. Not, and, yo, we're in a we're in a tight-ass room. Door yeah. closed. Windows closed, so it doesn't affect the sound. Well, and the last sick. time that he was sick, and of course, I sit next to him, I got sick. Yeah. Bedtime. I fuck with my immune system, son. I'm like... Never say. Especially now, yo. I'm, I fuck with my immune system. Never say. I've hit a different gear, you know. Two days at the gym, a lot of Fortnite. I need to be on my P's and Q's. I need be to be ready. You, your eyes look like an addict's eyes. I haven't slept. I don't sleep. No matter what. I don't sleep. Yo, yo. Look, no matter what time I go to bed, I'm up at six thirty. That's like my rule. So if I want to pull an all nighter and and play Fortnite until four a.m., I'm waking up at six thirty. Yeah, I can't sleep That's past like eight either. Fun. No, but I just I just do it because um, I feel as if I'm more productive because I have more time to do things. That's yeah. why you see me play Fortnite eight hours a day because I'm up early, right? Early bird. bird. You just call me bird? <laughs> you said I was just saying early bird. I'm up early, bird. I'm up early, <laughs> comma, bird. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. Maybe I should lay off the Fortnite. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you do need some yeah. sleep. Yo, Nick, let me get on your Twitch and just be the worst Fortnite player of all time. Bro, speaking of Twitch, early cheap plug out here, Nick Deus, straight across, had it pumping the other day. Yeah, I joined your guys' Twitch session, and it was hilarious. Because I was on Xbox, I was just playing a different game. Yeah. So you guys were, like, saying mad stupid stuff, and I was like, I'm just watching it, like, in 10-second delay. Yeah, that's And you guys hear it coming through the mic, you guys got mad tired, and you tried to turn it off. <laughs> like, yo, boss, turn this shit off, man. <laughs> it's mad distracting. But yeah, that shit is so fucking fun. It was like an angry, thanks for the support, but turn this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> And yo, remember what you said about the people on the the Twitch stream? Like everyone's just mad chill. Yeah, they're mad nice and shit. They're like, oh my god, you guys are good, bro. Have you guys ever watched video games? Like, I like, I don't know, on your spare time. Have you ever watched like a a streaming or something? I have watched like compilations of like shit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a a big compilation guy. (laughs) You're a compilation guy. (laughs) 
Not because I, I like I downloaded the Xbox app and I watch when I because I work overnight. And I've I had plenty of times to kill, so I'd be going through like people upload clips. I watch them every clip that's uploaded because it's mostly Fortnite and Bro, Call of Duty. Bro, just download Twitch. You could watch people playing. Real I have hard. watched people playing, but that shit gets mad boring to me. Like, I want to see something happen. So like someone who's recording a clip is usually recording because something crazy happens. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so what crazy? We know what happens. That's true. Bro, esports is just taking over. Today, my I mom know. was t- today on uh, on the news. They were talking about the NBA 2K draft, and my mom was saying, "Yo, do you see that people are getting drafted to play video games?" I was like, "Yeah, Impy competed to you know he did the combine for it." She was blown away. Dude, and they get paid like thirty-two yeah. k for like five months, yeah, and they get hilarious. like health benefits and like housing and shit. It's crazy. It's a, it's actually more than G League players get paid as well. Wow! So they're getting paid more than the G League guys who are actually playing basketball. It is. I know that because <laughs> that kid Darius Baisley, who was the first player ever to forego college and enter the G League. He was a you know Syracuse commit, of course. Uh, he's making oh, damn. 26K. Here for you, bro. Like, he left college to make 26K one year. Yeah, it's kind of bugged. Like, bro, after rent, like, after paying your agent, like, after Taxes. Paying, how much are you taking that home with that? Like, $10,000. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's yeah. ridiculous. But, I mean, hey, more power to you. I hope that works out for him, honestly. I want to see if he could set, be a trendsetter. And, and, yo, the craziest thing is that a lot of professional athletes, like, real athletes, I know I might get heat for this because you know some gamers think that they're athletes, but real athletes. No, 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 no. They we're gonna no way. They all. Go ahead, go ahead. They all play these games, right? You saw Ben Simmons and uh, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. They were playing PUBG, and Ben Simmons was like, "Yo, man, don't get off. Who are you playing tomorrow? I'm playing the Hawks." He's like, "Man, you don't need no rest for that. Drop fifty six and fifteen I the know. next day, right?" <laughs> so it's like. It's like all these guys are playing these games. All these guys always tweet about their 2K rating. Like, yo, son, how am I only a 77 at three-pointers and I'm the man at threes? So they're all down with these dudes that play these games, which is crazy. I know. No no, no hating or anything. I'm I'm also a chubby guy myself, a little on the hefty side. But did you see the number one pick in the 2K draft? Was a fat dude? Dimes. Like, his name is Dimes. He's, He's a fat dude. Oh, yeah. Yo, MP was showing me him. He's like, yo, this kid's nice. I was like, all right. Yeah, man. No, I mean, no, you got to be chubby if you're putting no, in those hours. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the the gamer version of fucking brolic. Yeah. <laughs> like the chubbier, the fatter you are, the better you are. <laughs> Bro, I put I put on like 12 pounds during the Call of Duty binge that we were on. Yeah, that, that, bender. Was, that was crazy. Yo, you know how annoyed I am that you guys are on Fortnite till one in the morning. Yeah, we're playing Call of Duty. Uh, it was off at 8 p.m. curfews. Like, yo, I gotta get off. My mom's home. I know. Crazy. Yeah, pissed. Um. Anyway, let's talk about uh, the tournament. Villanova won. Uh, I bet Michigan just because I'm an idiot. But, you know, but they beat the shit out of Michigan. After you saw what happened to your under bet the night before. No, two nights before against like Villanova. Kansas. So here's why I did this. Okay. And the shooting performance they put on, you decided to bet against them again. Because how can how, like I didn't think they'd be able to repeat that. They uh, had like a historic run in the first half of that game. Yo, just to remind everyone, Villanova lost to St. John's. That happened. <laughs> yeah. how, how did that happen? That, it happened. St. John's is probably having a party. Back to back. It was back to back. Do you games. think they're having like a UCF party where they're like, yo, we're the national champions? <laughs> Not probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yo, two but national championships in, in three years yo, for Villanova. I've been. I used to go to St. John's parties back in the day. Those were good parties. <laughs> yeah, but that's insane. Villanova's got two of the last three. I mean, it's one of the hardest it, things to do in sports is to win that tournament, and they've done it yeah, twice in three years. It's they, crazy. Josh Hart, uh, he's on the Lakers now. He got drafted last year. He talks about how Jay Wright recruits players that want to be in college. want to be in college. And even Jalen Brunson was saying that. And it's crazy because it gets me so annoyed as a college basketball fan that Jalen Brunson was a McDonald's All-American and, like, you know, typically the one-and-done mm-hmm. type McDonald's All-Americans. And he's there for three years. And he's going to graduate. Like, he killed college. Yeah. And won two titles. And, like, he should have been one-and-done. j Wright gets these guys that are, like, he still gets pretty high-level recruits that stay there for two, three, four years. Eric Paschal was a three-star recruit out of New York. Went to Fordham and transferred. And now he's, like, a, a key cog on a... National title team. And Spellman was a big recruit More for them, Spellman, too. Spellman, yeah. That dude's nasty. Yeah, he's going to be an NBA player. He he's needs to get in shape a little bit. But he's the typical, like, stretch four or five now. 
You should have been careful because since the tournament moved to 64 teams in 1985, there's been uh, six, uh, only four national champions have won six games by double digits. Villanova being uh, the fourth. <laughs> Just steamrolled everybody. Man, yeah. I wish you knew that before I yeah. put that bad yeah, in. Yeah, ran through everyone. I yeah, thought West Bob would give him problems with the press, but nope. Everyone on that team could shoot. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And especially when you're, when you're talking about all these guys who have been there forever and have won multiple championships, and then you have a guy coming off the bench dropping 30 points. Dante and, DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo, which, by the way, is the most Italian name in the history of Italian names. It's Dante pretty. DiVincenzo is Italian as fuck. But, yeah, when you have a guy coming off the bench and doing the things that he does, on top, on top of the fact that you're number one seed, on top of the fact that you have... The problem, one of the best players in the tournament who's an upper class when you never see that anymore. It, it, you know, I also bet Michigan, but I was, I was just betting with my heart. It's clear to see that, that Villanova was the best team in the tournament. I mean, yeah. they had the National Player of the Year in Bronson. Bronson. Yeah. Right. And right. Bridges is a, is a first-round pick, a lot of people are saying. Lottery pick. Lottery pick, even, yeah. So th- this team is loaded. And look, once again, you know my model on picking teams, yo. The random white dude. And I know he was Big East Sixth Man of the Year. He's not your your average. Not random. But. Not your average random white dude, but he's still a white freeze. dude that, you know, there. five of seven from three, I think he was in the first half. He's just going off. <laughs> Most assume. points off the bench all time in a national championship game. Yeah, wow. I mean, that makes sense. 31's a lot. And guaranteed was on his back for about four straight days, if you know what I mean. Just getting rid of yeah. <laughs> I, I, yo, I saw, uh, I saw a thing where some girls swerved him like four years ago. It was like, oh, such and such said you were a dick. And then, like, he hit her up four years later after the championship game. He's like, what was he saying about me again? Nah, nah. It was, <laughs> nah, it was the it other, was way other way around. around. Yeah. The, oh, it was the other way around? He DM'd the girl saying, yo, my boy said something like about you. And she was like, oh, what'd he say? And then she, he didn't Nah, answer. she said something like, oh, word, or something like that. Yeah. And then it, it showed, like, this week, she replied, so what did he say? <laughs> Did you see his old tweets too? He's like, yeah, I, I like when girls lick my butthole. He deleted his Twitter because of- I know, that's great. Yeah, was something. Yo, I get he was also like 15. He was I 12, bro. 12. I guarantee you that was just one of his friends. Or he was just like, fucking around. Like, yo, I probably tweeted some shit. Yo, got I, my hate, ass head I hate that, that when someone in today's era or day and age, I should say, when someone does something fantastic, the first thing people do is go to Twitter to dig Try up Try to find out. something. Yeah, you know, like, something's wrong here. Bro, like, God damn, on, bro. Son. Let him have his moment. 31. Most millennial thing ever. I don't think anyone gives a shit, though. Damn millennials. Yo, not for nothing, too. His most impressive, I was most blown away with in that game when he blocked, uh, I think it's Charles Matthews at the cup. Yeah, the double, like, straight bro, up. Yo, that was straight a straight up brick wall. Two-hander. Yeah, that was crazy. I was waiting for him to just snatch it from him, like, thank you, and go the other way. Yeah, it was insane. Bro, banana. Roy Hibbert Yeah, that shit was... Bro, that was the most impressive play. Like, he, all right, cool, you can knock down triples, but you could also get bouncy. <laughs> for get, real. Get bouncy. So, I mean, you know, aside from Villanova winning, like, uh... Who's, who stood out in this tournament? Like, who do you think are, like, some players that, you know, because we talked about on previous shows that, you know, some people uh, during the tournament, their stock rises in the draft or anything. Do you guys have any guys that, like, stand out to you like that? I, th- I think Wagner has got to be one of those guys who, like, dude's 6'10", and he does the athletic things that he does. That's That has a little bit of unicorn in it. I was really impressed watching him. He... He was, they really like keyed in on him and shut him down during the game, but you saw all tournament how he had he he was kind of the best player on the court in every game except this championship game. I think he really gave himself some nice draft capital. Wagner. <laughs> Wagner. Not Wagner. Not Wagner. Wagner. Get it right. I'm gonna go with uh, Malik Newman. He actually just signed with an agent. And enter the draft. I mean, he's still like a friend. I think a second round pick, but I feel like as a player, you gotta do what you gotta do. He had a monster tournament for them for Kansas, including that game against Duke where he was just going off that like the end of the second half in overtime. Um, we really saw flashes of like what he was coming out of high school as a top ten recruit who went to Mississippi State. Obviously, it didn't work out there. He transferred and he played one year and he kind of ha- he had a good year on a senior laden team, but uh, yeah, he's entering the pros now and I think. If anything, he definitely earned himself getting drafted. You know, whereas before the the uh, tournament, he might not have been on any draft boards at all. 
So, I, I mean, Malik Newman. I'll go with Malik Newman. Yeah, I remember we talked about him for the Final Four. He was the guy that stood out to me, too. He just went off those games. He was carrying Kansas up until the Final Four. Well, to the Final Four. He was a big part of it. I think the guys on Nova really helped themselves, right? Bridges, especially, 6'7". He's your ideal. Nowadays, if you don't have a 3 and D guy in the league, like that's the most premium position. That's that's the position that every team wants to find. You want to find a guy like, well, Clay Thompson plays the 2, but you want that that kind of player. A guy that can bang threes because nowadays three-pointers across deep. the board, that's what you need. You need three-pointers. Every team is averaging like 35 threes a game at a, a half almost sometimes. But uh, And he's a he's a pretty good defender on the outside. So this is a guy that's going to probably step into the league right away, and you'll know that his ceiling is Thabo on defense, like a shutdown guy on the wing. And look, he could always improve his game offensively for sure. Goes to to the right team, obviously. A typical Spurs guy. Spurs like getting these guys that are t- uh, two, three years in college, and then they come there. They're not really big on the one and done kind of guys. So, the, I mean, everybody that goes to the Spurs it ends well. But this is the kind of guy that I think is going to be. He's safe, right? Like he's a guy that'll probably go four or five picks too late in the draft, but he'll be a safe, guaranteed ten year player in the league. Spellman, you're talking about? No, Bridges. Bridges. Okay. What about, what about uh, fucking DiVincenzo? You guys think he gets trapped? I think he should come back because then next year it'll be his team pretty much. Brunson and Bridges are, are out the door, right? They're going to be first-round picks. Some, both might even be lottery picks. Who knows how they're going to test in the combine and whatnot. And coming off this, it's going to be hard to not treat them like they're lottery picks. But DiVincenzo, he comes back, improves his stock. Next year, the class isn't going to be as good. They're not projecting it to be as good as the one this year. Mm-hmm. So maybe next year he's a lottery pick if he could carry Villanova once again. That's that's the big question though. Can he carry Villanova? Because if if this is just a flash in the pan and he can't, then all of a sudden his jack stop goes away. He reminds me a lot of um, the I just had his name, not Braxton Miller, uh, the Ohio State quarterback that had the great championship game. Cardell Jones. Uh, Cardell, Cardell Jones, right? And who came out in the fourth and he got drafted in the fourth round of the draft. Now he's the backup quarterback for the Chargers now, so he kind of like. Hasn't really made it in the league, but do you think there's any value with Vincenzo, DiVincenzo, like taking this? He's the national guy that everyone was talking about and parlaying that into maybe some draft capital. I think he should come back because he was Biggie six six man of the year. That's why you know when I when I tweeted out what I tweeted out from the VM account, a lot of people were saying, "Yo, he's not a random white dude because he hits because he hits threes. Like he was a six man of the year in the Big East." And sure, the Big East isn't what it used to be. Sorry. I mean, the, the Big East was kind of loaded this year. It's yeah, that's true. Season. They did six, have two number birds. one seeds. But, but I'm thinking about the Big East with like the Syracuse, old the old Big East. But uh, this guy comes back, and he was a big part of this offense and this team in general. So if he comes back, and now he's the man, and if he could build off that, I think it only helps him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think him and uh, Spellman next year could play a nice like pick-and-pop type system. I mean, they're still going to be good. They have a bunch of top recruits coming in next year. I know Javon Quinterly, he's like a local kid from Jersey. He's going to be going there next year. He's a point guard. So he's tiny, too. So he'll probably get DiVincenzo off ball and just have him coming off like baseline screens, popping three. So I, I think he should come back. I mean, he's a projected first-round pick for next year's draft. So, you know, they'll be good again. They're still going to win a ton. So you have a chance to like, at, a, at a potential dynasty type thing with three and four. I think I think it makes sense for him to come back, lead the way, and then enter the draft next year. Yo, you gotta expect Jay Wright has something up his sleeve because there was a funny video of when uh, I think it was Jenkins hit the three against North Carolina. Devin uh-huh. Chenzel is the first guy off the bench running and tackling him, and he's in a suit. He got redshirted that year, so this is a guy who just stole all the attention. He was the man on Monday in the national championship game, but two years ago when they won the title. He got redshirted. So who knows if there's another guy waiting in the wing like him that got redshirted this year. Mm. Eric Pascal was redshirted that year, too. He was sitting out because of transfer, though. The, yo, this is the premier program now. And I know we kind of live in the moment, but Villanova has always been... A, Man, you went two out of three. Like, yeah, There's no argument there. And, and what's dope is they're not doing it with the one-and-done approach, which a lot of people don't like. Right, The one-and-done, in the last 12 years, two teams have taken that approach and won a championship. Calipari, the year with AD... And all those guys. And then uh, Duke. Duke a couple of years ago with Justice Winslow. Uh, Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones and Okafor. Besides that, the one and done, it's... DeAndre Ayton's a one and done. 
a lot of people are on the fence of what was his one and done stay successful or not you know so this method of college basketball how he approached it a lot of people are happy with i also think it makes a lot of sense because you got to figure like one and done that yes you still want to win but when you're one and done your mentality has to be a little different than someone who's like, yo, I just want, like, I'm, I know I'm staying. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, how, how many years I'm going to be here. Like, I'm trying to win. And we have years to build. And, like, you just, I feel like you just want it more if you know you're, like, staying. But if you're like, oh, I'm, dude, I'm making millions in the NBA next year. Like, yeah, what? you're checked out. One foot's out the door. Yeah, you're, for the most you're part. You're harding your mind. I mean? Like, of course you still want to win. You're a competitive person. And, like, you're an, a, an elite level athlete. But I feel like also, like, just the mentality is a little different. And at the end of the day, you're not going to care about winning as much if winning is not what you're being graded on, right? If, if the one-and-done whole thing is, I'm going to the NBA next year, you're going to want to get yours. And you're going to want to do what's best for yourself. So, I still think I mean, winning is still like a thing, though. You still want to win. No, you do, but at like, the same time... To say, like To say you just well, don't want to win and you just want to improve your own game, I, think that's, I, think that, I don't think that's true. Well, no, I'm not saying that, right? but I'm saying the mentality has to be different, though, when you're thinking like... You have you are thinking like yeah I'll be fine anyway we have, well I'll go to the NBA next yeah year. but I mean like I mean my mentality I'm just putting myself if I was the one of them I'd be like yo I'm here for one year I'm gonna make the most of this year I'm not just gonna be like yo I'm just here yeah I'm but here. losing wouldn't hurt as bad as if you were coming back to college yeah. it wouldn't hurt as bad as if you're like yo I get to go to the NBA now maybe though. not but also how how can you say that when if you're coming back to college like I have another year to do it whereas this kid's like um because you're not making millions of dollars you're the same person. But that person could make. Who's to say that person coming back next year can't make millions of dollars just because he's staying in school for another year? They can't. I'm, just, I'm not saying you don't want. They can eventually. Not the next year is what I'm saying. All right. It's, so there's not really a light at the end of the tunnel like the in the near future. These kids are still upset, man. They're still like 18 year old kids. Of course, but I'm saying like the mentality. I just has I'm, to be I'm different. telling you, I disagree. I don't think the mentality is different at all. all right. I do. There's exceptions it, though. Like uh, uh, you still see kids showing raw emotion, crying. Yeah, like, De'Aaron still... Fox last last year when they lost. Yeah, right. He everyone knew he was a one and done, and that was yeah, one thing that really got me on his side. I was like, damn, this kid's a one and done, and I'm taking your mentality where, you know. I'm out the door, but I still care so much that it hurts me, and I'm crying in front of national television. I'm of not course. saying that these kids don't want to win at all. I'm just saying that their priority checklist is in a different order. Because you, you you look at a guy who's going to be there for four years, like you look at the old school guys, like Patrick Ewing. All he like he still takes his Georgetown title to like he still wears his Georgetown championship ring. Like these guys now, like a guy like Ben Simmons who goes to LSU. He doesn't exactly care that he's going to win a national title. He's only He only cares about what is going to be best for him going into the NBA draft. Not saying that he if he has a choice between winning and losing, he won't pick winning. I'm just saying it's not as high in the priority list. I hear what you're saying. Ben Simmons might be the worst example of that yeah, also. Because like he openly was like, yo, this is trash that I'm even here. <laughs> I hate that I'm here. LSU, who wasn't good at all at the yeah. time. Yeah, he went because of the family ties. His, yeah. Both his parents were to LSU, so he was already checked out. But I, I hear what you're saying there, Tim. But let's look at Aiden then. Why? Why go to Arizona besides the fact they're giving you five hundred thousand dollars? Because you're they, really interested. If you're really interested in a national championship, you're going to Duke. You're going to Kentucky. You're going to wherever. Like that. It's not a. It's. it's Dude, it's just, that's not as high as their priority list anymore. Arizona was like a top five team in the country preseason. But but you're not going. But that's because of him too. He he was a major reason for that. Now, nah, but Arizona is a historic program. They're too. not Stony Brook. But they're also not champions. When's the last time Arizona won a national championship? They haven't because it's Sean Miller. Never. Exactly. But they haven't. They haven't won a national championship. So if you're if if that's your main goal, then you're signing on to a team that's going to win a national championship. But I'm not saying again. I'm not saying he doesn't want to win. All I'm saying is like that's no longer the main goal. Patrick Ewing. Got uh, got recruited and ended up signing with Georgetown because he wanted to to be coached by John Thompson and they wanted to win championships. And I'm not saying they're they're not trying to win. All I'm saying is that it's not as big in the priority list anymore. I don't think that's. I think it's obvious. That's a bad example though, because Arizona, like I said, was a top five team. Like, I, I, I don't think it is. That I mean, Alonzo Trier was a top top recruit. They just have top recruits like all over the place. Rolly Alkins from New York, like they have players. It, it is a, it is. A, it, it might not be Duke, Kentucky, but it's it's in the tier right below it with like Michigan. Michigan could be in there. I don't think Michigan's won a national championship. I think they're zero three in national championship games. I'm pretty sure Arizona has a national championship. I don't know too, if you've said this before, but I've heard someone say it. But like, do you feel like 
you you like the college product better than the NBA product, right? I just like prefer college to NBA. Yeah. Why? Because I just like the the passion around like not right, but like this. The, but that's another thing too. So like so that's sort of kind of my argument, where it's kind of like in in the in NCAA, you feel like yo, these kids just want it more, and it's more exciting, and like they're always trying, and it doesn't matter how much they're down by, they're always going after it. And in the NBA, it's like yeah, you're getting paid millions of dollars, so it's a little easier to take a loss and be like ah, the season's long, like whatever. It's kind of the same thing where it's kind of like. You know, you have something to look forward to, and everyone's in your ear about it. You have all these things coming in, all these things to think about. So it's like it kind of cushions the blow a little bit. I'm not saying it's, like, detrimental and they, they're out there, like, not playing defense. Of course they're still playing, but I feel like it just makes it a little easier to lose when you know, yo, I'm going to make millions next year. Arizona won a national cha- championship in 97, so yeah. 21 years ago. Wow. They were loaded. That I sounds think, so weird that 97 was 21 years ago. Yeah. That's I mean, so that weird. team was it. But they always post pictures of like, I don't know if Mike Bibby was on that team. I think he might have been. He might have been on that team. With Walton, right? I don't know if Walton was after that team. Richard Jefferson was at Arizona. Like, yeah. Arizona is a, a top tier program. But I don't know. I like, I don't know. In the moment, losing is never. Okay. Maybe like the next day, you're like, all right, I'm making millions. But I don't know. Nothing gets off in the blow of a playoff loss. Which is essentially uh, what it is. I don't know. Land on a million bucks. See if that's off your All right. Anyway, we could argue about that all fucking day. Um, anyway, you guys want to move to Spitball? Sure. Tim? <coughs> that's probably like a real yeah, that's sound it. that you're making. Uh, <laughs> starting with RG3 sign, still no cap. So RG3 is the newest member of the Baltimore Ravens. There's only one problem. Colin uh, Kaepernick's still not signed, so... Jim Harbaugh and Ozzie Newsom, who is the GM, are going to be questioned about collusion after signing Robert Griffin. Now, the reason why, like some people may say, oh, you know, just because they signed one quarterback, they have to sign another. Well, Griffin's 28 in his last uh, in his last season, threw for 886 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions, and five starts for Cleveland, uh, 72.5 quarterback rating. In that same season, Colin Kaepernick. 2,300 or so yards, 16 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 90.7 quarterback rating, uh, 12 games, 11 of them starts. And the reason, they had a similar uh, kind of skill set. So I think that's what's causing the collusion questions. Uh, Wrong hardball, Tim, John, though. John, excuse me. (laughs) First names, Uh, VMFC. Uh, a new program is going to be coming to all you soccer fans and World Cup fans out there. Uh, starting in a couple of months is the World Cup, and we're going to take advantage of arguably one of the biggest sporting events in the world. Uh, we're launching a, another program, VMFC. It's going to be, I don't know how many episodes, but it'll be during the World Cup, coming with a preview, game game previews and all that. So look out for that. New logo coming for that, too. So very excited. We get some good feedback on soccer. So just a very, very cheap and early plug. Uh, cheers or jeers? Uh, after getting booed for his five-strikeout game in his uh, home debut, John Carlos then went Yahtzee the next day. And, uh, you know, from Bronx cheer to, you know, a real welcome to New York type cheer. Man, the crowd will turn on you quick. And, yo, baseball I mean, Twitter is outrageous, so too. Bro, that's New York, bro. I know, but, like, I don't think on. that's corny. No, but, like, yo, baseball Twitter is out of control. You see one guy go 0 for 4, it's like, oh, he's a bum, he's trash. But that's not you being a part of baseball Twitter. You said Dita Gregorius was the best player, and you said he was trash. No, I've, I've thought that for a while, that he's he's their best overall player, field and, and at the bat. I disagree. You have two MVP caliber players on your roster. Jeter Gregorius is really a player. Yeah, but Jeter never won MVP, and he was the Yankees' best player. Can you Uh, you argue that? Maybe not. I mean, Mariano Rivera was. Yeah, Mo is the truth. Mo is my number one draft pick of all time. I'm trying to think. I got to hear this shit again. They had a lot of good players. Like, he was a good player, too. Like, like who would you take, Miguel Tejada or Derek Jeter? Because Tejada has one or two MVPs. I take Derek Jeter. Yeah, he had a better a career. Doubt. Absolutely. And his off-the-field stuff is just fantastic. Yeah, resume, yeah. There he goes. <laughs> uh, the streak is over. Uh, the Spurs, after 18 straight years of winning 50 games, last night they blew a giant lead, uh, and they are not going to be winning 50 games for the first time since the 98-99 seasons. 18 year in a row. That is uh, ridiculous. 
Shout out to Greg Popovich and the Spurs. Uh, around Europe we go. Uh, we had the Elite Eight start this week for the Champions League. And uh, a lot of bad draws for some of these teams, Joe. I think we have an idea of who the Final Four are going to be. Barcelona 4-1 over Roma. Liverpool 3-0 over Man City. I put a nice little video Crazy. of Mane just putting a Euro step on this guy. Just left him there. Uh, Juventus 0-3 loss in Turin against Real Madrid. Ronaldo. I mean, what more can we say? Come on. This guy just... I was like, you know what? I've scored all these goals. Bicicleta. Yeah, bicicleta. <laughs> Let me just break the internet real quick. Go viral. 3 nothing. Now they got to go back to Spain. And Sevilla lost 2-1 to Bayern in Sevilla. Now they got to go back to Germany chasing a goal. It's going to be tough. I think we have an idea of what the Final Four are going to be. Yeah, I will say this too. Now you mentioned the Elite Eight. Uh, I'm pretty upset. Just about touching on the squared circle jerks. Bracket. Oh. That it wasn't called the Delete Eight. Delete. Wow. Wow, the Delete Eight. Bro, you know how... I was genuinely upset, I must say. Damn. Yo, that was clever. Uh-huh. You always got good spitball, like, titles, too. Nah, yeah, you do. I thought clever. that was an obvious one. Like, Nick's always saying delete with... Yeah, I walk I in the door, he's like, yo, delete! Yeah, I know. Be uh, careful on yeah, yeah, yeah. the hand motion. Don't delete! Downward, <laughs> downward. Yeah. Across or down, never yeah, go up. Never then, go up. You know, then... We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, locked up. Uh, Charlie Blackman of the Rockies. NL batting title. He's done a lot of good things to them. He's one of the best hitters in baseball. Signed the six-year extension before testing free agency, so they got him locked up. Uh, yeah, he'll be there for another six years through the 2020-23 season with player options. Hmm. 2023. Always, ah. always a good idea for a guy like Charlie Black. I missed that one. It's much better at home to sign with the Rocks. Charlie Blackman. First of all, fuck that guy because yesterday I played Frankie and MLB the show and he was well, killing me. Definitely yeah. not fuck that guy because he's a keeper on my fantasy team for the next 10 years. <laughs> he hit like two <laughs> home runs on me yesterday. I was so mad. I took him on. Yo, a, I got Charlie Blackman too, bro. I took True. him on the DraftKings lineup last year and uh, I saw him. He was like 5,100. Chuck Nasty. And he went five for six with like six RBIs. Just went off. I'm like, yo, it's <laughs> a beard gang. Sign yeah. me up. Nick's got the jersey. And he got a mullet. Mullet, too. That's crazy. Business in the front, party in the back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, besides what kind of, you know, depends what kind of party you want to go to. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about UFC 223. We're all going, I think. Yeah. Everyone in Not this room Tim. is. Tim's still sick. Everyone in this room. Uh, we're heading to UFC 223. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to start with, like, the main event, but we're going to, because, like, this is, like, the whole story here. Uh, Khabib, not good enough, Khabib. was supposed to fight. Tony Ferguson, uh, he got injured saying hello to someone. What happened? Uh, he tripped over a wire. So, like, suppose he was like, uh, walking out and someone, I guess, said something behind him or to his left. And, like, he went to move sudden, like, quickly. Yeah. And, I guess, tripped over a wire, they said. Separated, <sighs> like, cartilage from bone or some crazy shit. Really? Like, some crazy shit, they said. Oh, my God, dude. This sport is outrageous. It is. Like, you never know. They All these fighters say that the hard, the easiest thing that they do is fight. A lot of them say that because all the shit leading up to it is a big issue. The weight cut, a lot of these guys and girls even cut 25, 30 pounds. Yeah. Right. And then you got to put it on the right way. You can't just go to Burger King and just down a bunch of Big Macs. Yeah. Oh, uh, Whoppers. Sorry. Um, and and then you have to worry about the guy that you're fighting doesn't get replaced yeah. on six days notice. Yeah, it's tough because you also like, train to fight that guy. Exactly, the style you and all that. You get a different guy. That's what, like you said too, just getting back to like getting to the fight, like injuries through camp too. Like you're always worried about, yo, this guy has problems, has had problems through camp. Like, can he just get through a healthy camp? And then, like you said, like training, you know, having to train for another guy. That's what Max said when they interviewed him. They're like, oh, how do you, like, oh, Khabib says I'm crazy for taking the fight on short notice, but he's taking the fight too on short notice because he wasn't training for me. Yeah, he was training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even though Max's weight cut and shit, like, training is much more difficult, Khabib has to change, might have to change this shit up tactically because Tony Ferguson and, and Max aren't the same fighter. That was fucking awesome. First of all, it all went down on April Fool's Day, so we're all like, wait, is this fucking real? Nobody like- believed that. And then Dana, when he addressed it, came out and said, yo, this isn't an April Fool's joke. We wouldn't do this, yeah. right? It's, it's hilarious that it's on this day, but Ferguson is off. The telltale sign was when Ariel Hawani like tweeted it, and he was like, "Cause then you're like, all right, this dude's not gonna fucking Ariel lie." Ariel was also like, I could see him being like mad emotional. He's like, I would never t- 
tell some lie yeah, about yeah. Like, I would never do that. It's like my journalistic career is on the line. I would yeah. never tell a Once lie. him and Dana both had the same like thing, we're like, all right, clearly this isn't a joke because they would never agree with each other. Yeah, exactly. To be Them in on the same the joke, beef. no way. Yeah, I was yeah. watching the press conference yesterday, and uh, it's always great when I see Ariel grab the mic because I know he's going to ask Dana. Like, some, yeah, or Dana's get like extremely mad at him. He was like, oh, and so, uh, you know, Tony, he's like, Whitaker had the interim title when Yoel and who just fought? Who did you want to fight? Rockhold. He's like, they fought for the interim title, but you guys didn't strip Whitaker, who had the interim title. Uh, what's going on? Like, why is Tony just not getting, he's like, he's getting stripped. He's not even defending it. <laughs> Dana's like, they, uh, Tony's not, doesn't have the title, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is for the official title. It's, like, it's really uh, like weird with the interim stuff. Bro, the interim like, shit is garbage. I know. Yeah, I don't like can it. I, can I ask you guys a question about that? Because we also saw a big fight get canceled on the other side of the world with uh, Canelo and, and Triple G, and they're not going to fight. But in boxing, when when they don't fight, that's it. It's just the, the, the fight's over. It's not happening. Well, how do you feel about the UFC just having a guy step in on a week's notice? Because honestly, man, like I don't really fuck with that. Like the product is worse. Uh, the fighters are not prepared for one another. There's more shit that can go wrong. That you have these all these interim titles all floating up in the air. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Because for me, I'm, I, I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather the fight just be canceled and move on to the next one. So I have like a love hate relationship with it. I think that it adds a cool aspect to it. To like, yo, you never really know what's gonna happen until these dudes step into this cage. Like something could come in. Like this fight. Like I'm a fan of Max Holloway, so I'm like. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, we were looking forward to seeing Tony Ferguson and Khabib, but it's not like he's fighting fucking some random guy now. Like, this is Max Holloway. Like, he's he's fucking nice. You know what I mean? Usually the guys that step in in a situation like this, they're not bums. Yeah. Like, these are up. These but are, this is also like you're getting Max Holloway. Yeah. It's not like, you know. This is also like both parties have to agree to this fight. So it's not like. Yeah. Like, Khabib could easily walk away. And be like, nah, like if, if it's not Tony, I ain't fine. But he also needs to make get paid too. You don't get paid like that. Yeah. And you don't see that in boxing because there's no organization in boxing. It's the one issue that I had. I remember a couple of years ago when we did the year in review thing. One thing that I would like, you know, boxing I thought was dead at the time. And that's because we just saw Anthony Joshua had a fight last weekend, right? He's a four belt champion in the heavyweight division, but Wilder has a heavyweight title too so it's like yo which one is the real one which yeah. one is who's the champ if you were if boxing was to make an organization and it would never happen because every every Promotions. boxer has a promoter right and they make so much money why would you have it under an, uh, an umbrella of like the ufc you don't what happens there is you never know with who the real champion is and if a fight gets scratched they can't have anyone replaced because that's just not how they do business right where the ufc next man up holloway says yo this is how you become a legend yeah. A real legend, not a legend, a VM legend. Yo, because think about it. If he wins this fight, everyone's like, yo, Max Holloway yo. is fucking he'd be, nuts. He'd be, was... the, he'd be the, sorry, he'd be the sixth person to hold two belts at the same time. And he defended his featherweight title, right? He beat Aldo again. Yeah. Right, his most recent fight. I was crying laughing watching the, the presser yesterday because Max kept saying it's a legacy fight. He's like, yo, I could be a two title uh, champ. Or a two belt champ, and I already defended my other belt. And, and he'd be the youngest to do it too. Yeah, and he and he's like, "Yo, it's a legacy fight." And he could be in his Russian accent, he's like, "No legacy, this no legacy." Like I'm going, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, you really think you could beat me?" Max starts, he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why else would I take this fight? Like I'm gonna beat you." I think he's like, Khabib "What fucking what, he's like, this what guy. man in the right mind takes a fight thinking like, nah, I'm gonna lay down and lose?" Yeah, I mean, he's like, "You think you could beat Khabib?" Yo, Yo, Khabib's crazy. When Khabib talks in third person, it's my favorite. Oh my god. Yo, he's yeah. terrifying. I'm dude. Khabib. Yo, by the way, four million followers on the gram? Khabib? Khabib? I had no idea. He's probably got the whole country behind him. Yeah, well, and all everyone looks at him. And Brooklyn like is a drug straight Russian. Yeah. On yeah, uh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yo, full of Russians. A lot of Khabib. I mean, I, I mean, I like both of them, to be honest with you. Yo, and you have a lot of you got some streaks going into this, right? Holloway, twelve fight win streak. Hasn't streak been, is on the line. Gets a little heat for his wrestling, but he hasn't been taken down in his last nine fights. Really good takedown events. A dope-ass division, too, the 145. I'm more of a 185 guy. I think that's my favorite. I'm a big 55 so this card is fucking is, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right up my alley. And then uh, Khabib is undefeated. So it's like something got to give. 
Khabib time yeah. versus the blessed era. Khabib mauled Edson Barbosa too in his last Dude, fight. Dude, that was the scariest fight that's, I've ever seen. That's also like, like how could people want to fight this guy? That's why this? I love Khabib too, because just like yeah, I watched his uh, I forgot what they. It's a new thing that UFC started. It's a new segment. Uh, it was like UFC Exchange. Anyway, it was like a twenty-five minute interview with Megan O'Leary, and he goes. He goes, you think I didn't want, like, I could you, you don't think I could have finished that fight? Like, I could have finished that fight, but I just wanted my cage time, you know? Like, I wanted to, he's like, I just mauled him for 25 minutes. It was bad. Or 15, and that was, was a three round. Who was he fighting where he's like, he's like, he has him like an arm, but he's like, you have to tap. I need, oh, no, I, I need to be champion. He, he's pounding <laughs> someone. I think, oh, I think, he's talking to Dana, too. He's like, oh, I always talk to Dana White during my fights. My, Does he? It, it was, yeah, it was, it was oh, Michael Johnson. Michael we were, Johnson. We were, t- we were talking you, about that. You have to tap. I need to be champion. I'm like, yo, at that point, take it. I'd be so scared. I need this. You got it, bro. <laughs> Don't kill me. And Michael Johnson, Yo. not trash. No. Let me ask you a question. If you were if you were Max Holloway, would you take this fight? Fuck no. I would. Hell no. Bro, like he said, legacy. No fight. way. It's your chance to be a legend, dude. Yo. You can get there though. Not- like to take this fight on this notice and like Khabib, bro. Could he get there? I yeah, I don't know. Yo, yo, uh, hold like, on. There's a lot of phenomenal fifty fivers. It's just tough because and like Connor, if, Connor will always be there in the fifty five and just be like lurking and just like will they ever give Max a shot? Like Max will obviously he said he wants to move up to fifty five, but it's just like if this if the chance if this if it presents itself like how can you turn it down? Do you think on on six days or whatever the hell? It was? Yo, so Word, so, so hold, days, that's tight. That's fucking. Cut off an injury. If he loses, he's back to forty-five as champion, and I and I took my shot at great at greatness. And, and yo, yeah. I, I feel as if he's playing with house money right now because he's coming in on six days. Vegas has him as a plus three seventy-five underdog. Vegas isn't expecting much, right? So if, if I'm Holloway, I can always say, "Yo, man, I took this fight on short notice." You know, a lot of them at the time they don't say it, but after the fight, when they lose, they'll be like, "You know, I, if I would have had a full camp, That's it would have been it would have yeah, been it is corny." I'm with you, but Holloway. I think a lot of people will defend him, saying that, yo, first of all, he, he took this fight short notice. He's coming off an injury. And it's it's a lot of people, the expectations aren't high. Yo, yeah, not, but I don't think that should be the legacy. reason why you take the fight. Because the expectations legacy. are low and like, no, that's whatever. Not, I'm like, not saying that's what his, no. that's not his mindset. But I'm saying everyone, everyone outside looking in. He said he took the fight to be for legacy, bro. He could be a two title holder. But if you're talking about legacy, though, like the odds are that there is going to be a permanent L on your record. That's also a legacy. You know what I mean? Like that. That's also the, a, a chance you're taking. That all right? Yeah, you have excuses now, but in three years, four years, no one's going to remember that you took the fight on short notice and that you were coming off an injury. Nah, they will because a lot of people with DC they're saying how DC got two L's on his on his record, but they come from John Jones and John Jones has been popped for cocaine, steroids, all this shit too. Yeah, but that's too. different than like. Taking this fucking fight, like yo, you get in the cage, you're, you're fighting. You just, no one's cheating. Like you lost. Like that's it. But like with this, I feel like if this dude continues to keep his streak alive, eventually, Max, if, if Max keeps his streak alive like that or whatever, I mean, because yo, will Connor fight him? I it could happen. Do you think Ma- Max is young enough that if he keeps winning and calling out Connor and being like, yo, he won't come fight me, they like fought already. whatever. I know they thought that was, but a it was young before, Max. before yeah. he was like in his prime, like yeah. before this fucking yeah, yeah. streak started. But I'm saying like I think he could get a money fight like that. I'm cool. Like, I, but like Khabib is Khabib ever gonna be like a crazy money fight? Yes, here he is. What do you mean? You say he has four million followers. He has a crazy following in, in MMA. Yeah, but not like a Connor fight. I mean, Connor's only that fight because he fought from Floyd Mayweather. Who else? And no one's really a Connor fight at this point. Like, yeah, Connor's who else in the guy. UFC? Like, could be but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you keep that streak alive, you, you could fight him, get your rematch. I don't know. You could also win this title and get your rematch. I mean, listen, I don't fucking blame him. Like, yeah, do your thing. Like, Maybe he's like, because you know, if, if Max wins, this is crazy. But what if Max thinks this is the quickest way to my Connor rematch and my big money? Yeah, do you know it's what happened? Really, like, lunatic way to but do like it. But like Nick said, which it's, is kind of house cool. money. Like, if you lose. It is. You're back to the 45 as the champion. The and it's your division, there. and I haven't lost in my division. You could say that. Yeah. Yo, Yo Khabib, Khabib Connor in, in Moscow. You don't think that place is going to be just... Absolutely. Why wouldn't it be fucking Connor hey, Yo, it'll be, it'll be one of those things like in wrestling, right? They always... First of all, who do you think wins that? Khabib Connor? Yeah. Yo, that would be fucking nuts. Yo, I think Khabib. You know how they say... Yo, they should just do it in like a chain link fence. Fucking, <laughs> like, just like... Oh, yo. Oh, the Punjabi, no, oh, the Punjabi prison. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> Light the fucking shit on fire. Like, go nuts. Yo, you know how, like, in wrestling, sometimes they'll say that the guy lost the match, but he won the fans. He won the crowd. This could be something with, with, with Holloway, too. Holloway could That's lose. True. I, but didn't, I, didn't I guarantee you. I looked at some of the Instagram comments and the YouTube comments on the videos. They're like, yo, mad props to, to Holloway. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people wouldn't do that. Khabib is a savage. He's a beast. And people are afraid to fight Khabib. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I'm stepping in there. Why not? You know how much props I'm giving to Holloway for, for saving my investment I made in the, buying a ticket? Like, dude, I would have been sick if the main event got canceled. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm more pumped for this than I was before. Because to me, Ferguson is like kind of... I'm yeah, not I, a big I, I Ferguson a guy. No, I don't give a shit about I like Ferguson Khabib. Either. I'm a big Holloway fan, too. Me, too. I like these two guys. You know, from a betting perspective, do you think that the plus 325 is a good bet here? Because if... It's so unpredictable. I, I, how can you not at least like take a shot at it? No. This is one of the elite fighters. It's it's uh, it's not a bad play. I know on DraftKings, I'm firing him up. You yeah, got it like, for the value there. It, such good odds. For it. And like you said before, like this other guy is also taking a fight against. Uh, that's just, Holloway is also, you know, surprising Khabib. Yeah. It's the same thing. Look, look, you saw it happen with Conor McGregor and, and Nate Diaz, right? I think Conor McGregor is clearly the better fighter there. But Nate Diaz beat him because he wasn't ready. So anything could happen. I think plus 325 is too big of an odds. To, way too big of odds. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think it could be beats the shit out of him, though. But like, Yo, though. I like you said, like I, I like what you said, and that kind of like changes my opinion because... If this goes five rounds and it's just like a fucking like good ass fight, and even if Khabib wins every round, but it's like he's just you know Holloway's in there and like standing with him like and Bird, holding his own. That'll that'll do wonders for yeah. him. Yeah, it'll do wonders for him. And yo, it's not his, it's yeah. not his division. Yeah. So you could always say, yo, I'm the king of the 145s. Yo, what about yeah. the chicks though? This yo, is gonna Joanna, be a fight. Fucking Rose. I don't even know what to do here. Yeah, I'm oh, so Rose. I'm so tight because like last time. The buildup was crazy because Joanna was like a mouthpiece, like just running her she mouth. She got humbled, that's why. Yo, yeah, super humbled. humbled. Like she's got a fucking jaw reset. Yeah, like yo, yesterday, remember when they squared up? Like she was in her face, like she went and touched her, I think. Like she, her yeah, fist yeah. touched her face. Yeah. Her fist touched her face. This time it was just like, yeah, I'm gonna square up. And that's it. No, like the boogeyman is coming to get the boogeywoman. What'd you say? The boogeyman. I don't even remember. It's like the boogeywoman's coming to get you. I think it was Mike Tyson that said this, but everybody has a plan until they, they get, get punched, punched in the face. Mouth, yeah. And that's what happened to Joanna. Yo, once your chin gets checked too, like it's not the same chin. So no there's more. only two things could happen, right? So you could just be off your game for the rest of the fucking like in this in this rematch. Like Rose is gonna be Rose. She feels like she has the recipe, I think. And Joanna's gotta be like, I either gotta just play my game now or she's just kind of like nervous like oh fuck that's what i said you know like, what I mean? it's so hard to pick i was talking about the odds like the odds for the first time rose was a plus plus big money I remember huge that. money she was a big underdog because yeah. i remember playing on DraftKings because that was the same night that i won the qualifier the, the that was dillashaw 217 cody dillashaw wasn't cody. it she was like 6800 which is the cheapest you could be on DraftKings. Wait, and was that that night yeah yeah it was, oh yeah it was that because was i remember i didn't card. get to hear dc i was tight yeah, so yeah, Thug Rose, he was going off. Thug Rose. Yeah, so now it's now it's essentially a pick'em. It's she's Joanna's still the favorite, but it's like a coin flip. Yeah, I would stay away from this if you're betting. Like I'm just I'm so I totally scared. want to bet Joanna, but I'm scared of the Ronda Rousey effect. Where yes, that's everyone, what I'm talking about. When, when she, like got touched, she got and, touched, yeah, and like was and never. What the fuck the does Rose have fighter. to lose? There's you know a couple. I mean? There's For a couple belt? of. Uh, nah, I'm kidding. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> There's a couple of interesting trends here. So five former champions have had an immediate rematch. Only one person, Randy Couture, was victorious in that rematch. So the 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 former champion doesn't bode well in these rematches. Mm. Yeah, I fuck with Rose too. She's mad stoic. Yeah, it's like I'm just here to fight. Like yeah, kind of the Marshawn Lynch approach. I could see this going like both ways. I can see Joanna being like nervous and Rose just being aggressive again, and then seeing. But I could also see Joanna being like, "All right, I'm playing my game and just fucking." I shady beating the shit out of Rose. I just want to see Joanna to win, just so I can see the like the Joanna of six months ago, where like yeah, I'm the, I'm the, like yeah, 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 I'm back. I'm the, I'm the yeah, exactly. bitch right now. This would be this would be cool. I also think I that think like a trilogy true. would be a trilogy would be dope, depending on how this fight goes. That'd be cool. What are you gonna say, Tim? I was gonna say the just, just because Ronda Rousey, you know, shit the bed. I think, like Nick said, I, I I think the champion has to be the underdog in this game, especially when it's such a big upset the first time. Like it's, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm making more of the fact 
if she comes back with with new vigor and wanting to get back in the spot, then coming back Rousey style. Personally, in my from what I see. Yeah. UFC champions who have faced a challenger as an underdog. 9-3-1 and one with one no contest. John Jones in D.C. that got right. overturned after. So, there's uh, this trend is backing Rose. Rose is an underdog in this fight. Mm. So, maybe. Maybe a little parlay. Get a little crazy. Go Max Holloway and Rose. That would pay out. Danny, you listen to that? That would be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, brother? Danny's over there looking at his mind. He's like, I don't know. No. And then, and then we parlay it to the next night. We take, we take Roman Reigns at Mania, brother. Uh, you know, lock him up. <laughs> now we're getting crazy. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah, 100% making WrestleMania best, but, by the way. <laughs> real quick, just because we're on UFC, Brock Lesnar, like Dana White, is like, yo, yeah. Brock Lesnar has agreed to come back. Yeah, he's, like, he's definitely coming back. He's like, after his WWE obligations are fulfilled, which ends Sunday, yeah, he's coming back. So does that ruin WrestleMania for you? I mean, nah. I I, I thought that that he was gonna drop the belt anyway. I mean, this has been rumored. For, this has been rumored for I hate all the internet, son. I, I wish when I was I missed when I was younger and I didn't know shit about the internet. I'm just like, but yo, this who UFC is he fighting at WrestleMania? Roman Roman Reigns. Uh oh. But yo, this UFC thing has been rumored for a long time. Ever since he got popped for uh for the steroids, yeah. yeah. Beat Hunt and he beat Hunt. Right, he went on a year probation from it. He got banned from still, uh, USADA. He's still in the, he's not in the pool anymore he because he retired. Pool, yeah. yeah. so if he would have been in the pool and just did his regular wrestling shit, he would have been out now because they were setting up He's probably on remember, juice though now. Remember John Jones called out Lesnar? And everyone yeah, yeah, was yeah. hyped about that? He's like, "Yo, and you, they couldn't fight anyway." Well, they couldn't because well, at the time we didn't know John Jones was going to get busted. Right. And then Lesnar was busted, but they were going to, you know, just put it out there and then bring it back in a year or two, but who knows, yo? Look, Brock is. I remember being at the bar when they cut that. They did that promo package for UFC 200. Was it? Yeah. Oh. When he came back Lesnar. to fight Hunt. Yeah. Can and you see me now? I think can you see me now? Do you see me now? See something like that. Yeah. And it was like, yo, everyone at the bar was just like, oh, shit. and it was just like a random Tuesday at the bar. People were going off, bro. Yeah, I think they're saying, man, I was pumped. <laughs> yeah, I was pumped. I wish, selfishly, I wish Paul Heyman grabbed the mic from Bruce Buffer and just cut. Cut the promo for him. <laughs> that should have been fire. Fire, dude. You kidding me? Super fire. Crazy. Uh, what else we got here? Kiesa Pettis. Both got both got finished their last fight. Yo, Pettis got finished by Poirier. I don't know if you guys watched that fight. It was a yeah. fight night main event. Yeah. I think it was in Virginia. Yo, bloodbath. Yeah. Yo, he got beat the shit out of. And then Kiesa, the infamous I didn't tap to Kevin Lee. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, like dude, you're you were going. Not out only that, like tap. even if you didn't tap, like dude, you're going out. If going you don't out. Tap. You're, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. What are you What are you worried about? The fuck out of here. I, I like yesterday. This is kind of like you know, winner stays in the picture, loser is kind of like. Pettis has been around for the block for a minute now. Yo, you know Pettis was on a Wheaties box, and it was downhill from there. Was he really? Yeah, super throwback. Wait, why? He was on a Wheaties box. He was a champ, bro. Dude. That's what? Yeah, but like, I feel like Wheaties is like. Wheaties, Wheaties. Fucking Michael Phelps. And, and like shit. John Cena. You haven't even seen a box of Wheaties in years. Like, the fuck? Wheaties is not what it used to be. It doesn't like, carry that same clout that it did in like the 80s. Word. I'd be like, yo, put me on like Frosted Flakes or some shit. Nah, Wheaties. You gotta eat your Wheaties. Being That's on Wheaties is like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta eat your Frosted Flakes? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know one person that ate Wheaties like on the regular. I've never seen a box of it. That's why none of us turned out to be like, you know, professional athletes. Dead ass. Might be why. Might be why. Might be why. What else we got? Katar and fucking. Cater. Cater. I can't say his name. Renato? Moicano. What'd you say? Renato. That's who he's fighting. Oh, okay. Who you got in that fight? We fought. We saw this dude fight in Boston. Cater. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cater's oh, I mean, I had, I had Burgos on the. Fucking knocked Burgos on his ass. I had Burgos too in a parlay. Remember that? Arce yeah. Burgos. Arce won. I was like, Burgos looked good in that fight, but. Yo. yo, Burgos did look good until he got hit. <laughs> he got fucking clocked. That Damn. shit was crazy. I was tight. I was tight. It's so I, weird to see that in person. It was pretty like, cool because Cater's a, a Boston guy. So, like. The, yeah, it was big for them. I say we all. I saw we all. I mean, not. Not when. Uh. Toss back some beers Saturday night. Oh yeah, and the beers we, are getting tossed. We, we back. put in like a nice fifty spot on Holloway. Yeah, don't, don't threaten me. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, nah, but like, yo, Cater, he has a chance to really move up the featherweight ranks with a win. Yeah, that'd be. And huge. It's gonna be a knockout. Like they're both knockout specialists. 
So I'm expecting like a boxing, you know, just exchange on the feet. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good fight. I mean, Cater beat Feely in his debut. And, touchy. Yeah, touchy. And then he beat Burgo. So he's still, I think he only has one or two losses, but he's undefeated under the UFC banner. So he could really move up fast. He just cracked top 15 after beating Burgos. That was like a fight to get into the top 15, both of them. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm, I like Cater here. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Boss's boy. Paul Felder fighting AI. AI. Ellen, Ellen Iverson. <laughs> fighting Ellen Iverson. <laughs> the answer is in the, in the ring. Raging Al. Re, uh, Realty Al. What? He, like, spelled, oh, he yeah. real estate. Like. <laughs> At his post-fight conference. Or whatever. Not his conference, but like in the ring. He's like, hey, by the way, if you guys need a house. <laughs> <laughs> Long Island. Like, just, just, at me. Just, just let me know. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are gr- you throwing money on Felder? Uh, nah, I he's mean, won you money before, right? Yeah, I bet huge. He was plus one fifty five against Stevie Ray. We were in Vegas for that. Yeah, that was a glass now. That was like in Scotland or some shit, and uh, knocked Stevie Ray out in the first round. I was crazy. Yeah. Dropped him. I was like, get, hey, uh, <laughs> get him, get him, get him. <laughs> Yo, Paul Felder is an animal. Yeah, I was talking to him because we were in AC because he's like from Jersey and we were there. There was fights there, and Eric was there. Our boy Eric, but I was talking to him briefly. And I was like, Yo, I was like, Yo, good looks. Like, you want me? I put two hundred dollars on him, and he was plus one fifty five. So I collected like five hundred bucks or five fifty, and I was like, "Yo, good looks, dog." He's like, "Yo, I don't know how I was that big of an underdog," <laughs> but it was also he, uh, Stevie Ray is from Scotland, so like that might have swayed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yo, Paul Felder versus Aquina. Aquina hasn't fought in like he fought Diego Sanchez, who's washed. He fought him last year, and before that, he hasn't fought in like three, four years. Yeah. This is one fight in like three, four years. But that's because, like, contract disputes and all that. He's, but, he's a beast. Fights out of Sarah Longo. Does he? Yeah, Aquina. He's from Long Island. First so of all, I don't know if anyone one. knows how to pronounce this dude's name. I Aquinta. I've heard fucking whatever the fuck you just said. AI. AI is good. That's why I said AI. I was trying to be safe. Tim, you want to give it a chance? Say again? I Aquinta. Aquinta. I-A-Q-U-I-N-T-A. I Aquinta. All right. Raging I think, Al. I think, I think that's I what, I've, what I've Yeah, heard. he has a great parody on, like, I forgot. I think it's called Raging Al. It's like a real estate parody. Really? Yeah, he's someone like, it's his Twitter picture, and someone's like, yo, that's cool, that's cool. But, like, you know, holla at me if you need some, you know, a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. But seriously, if you need a house, yeah, let me know. Great follow on Twitter. Um, that's it for the main card. And then, uh, what do we got on these undercards here? Carolina Kowalskis. Is fighting Felice Herrig? <laughs> Big Polak right there. First of all... <laughs> yo, first yeah. of all, some of these last names. When people have long last names like this and they look like yo, Ray Russian Bork. or something, I'm like, yo, these people could fucking kill me. It's definitely Polish, dude. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just wild. It's like Russian, yo, people, Polish. people with long last names are fucking crazy. Watch out for them. Yeah, except for you. Like like Metropolis. Nope. Yo, Ray no, Bork. You don't fuck with me. I used to be a fighter. There he goes. I, and archery. What yeah. else? I can't wait till we hear the new one. Renaissance man. I killed the archery range the other day. Murdered it. Just Congratulations, Legolas. <laughs> uh, Ray Borg. Who was the main event against Demetrius Johnson? Was it him who got a suplex armbar? Yes. The mousetrap. The mousetrap. Yo, that was such a good name, too. I forgot who coined that. So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Main events at prelims. <sighs> Fucking Conor's title. boy, Artem Lobov, is on the UFC fight pass against Alex Caceres. If he doesn't get killed by Khabib in the meantime. Yo, my yeah. guy Bruce Leroy is going to knock his ass out. Why are you calling him Bruce that's Leroy? His fight, that's his nickname. Like You know how like play, fighters have nicknames? Yeah, like yeah. Max Blessed Holloway? Yeah. This is Alex Bruce Leroy Caceres. <laughs> Yo, Bruce Leroy is one of the best names I've ever heard. That's so random. Yo, Bruce Leroy. I didn't even notice that's that. That's my guy. And he has the this dopest the, afro in the game. I was just going to say, this is the deal with the afro, right? Yeah. I've seen him fight before I, Twice, I think. He's an Ultimate Fighter, and he's, like, he's been around the block. I forgot who he fought. But, um, yeah, that was such a weird thing with Khabib and, and Lobov, like in the lobby or some shit. Yo, he, Khabib like, went after him and was like, yo, did you call me a pussy or something like that? Yeah, he basically said, yo, you're, stay in check. Stay, you know, stay in your lane. Yo. Hand to the face, like, and no reaction from Lobov. Lobov was like, yo, chill, dude. No reaction from the hammer. <laughs> the Russian hammer. The Russian hammer. He fights hammer. out of Ireland. That's probably, like, a, you know, a little... Yeah, I don't know. A little thing, too. You, you know? spit to me. You spit to me. <laughs> you spit. Yo, Khabib's a scary guy. I, I can't wait to go to this thing, though. Yo, it's going to be so said, fucking fun. He's like, Brooklyn. He's mad monotone. Yeah. Brooklyn, what time is it? 
Like, come, come here, time. time. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Uh, is this place about to collapse? Yeah, what was that? That was very scary. I don't know what that was. <laughs> what? You just got an earthquake? floor just like shook. I didn't feel anything. I felt, I felt that thing was huge. Yeah, yeah I right. the whole place is going to collapse right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn, I didn't feel anything. I think someone just dropped like a cannibal on my roof or something. I'm really happy that I'm on the phone right now. We yeah. are too. Yeah. With all that sneezing and coughing. Yeah, I can't have that. You hear me sneezing and coughing? Oh, yeah. I've been trying so hard to put it on YouTube every single time I sneeze and cough. Nah, we hear that. You guys have no idea how many more times I've seen the cough than you've heard. Hmm. What are you going to say? Zabit? Curtain Jerker? I don't know who that is. You best know who it is. You will find out. Zabit. First of all, that was the last name I was looking at. I was like, this guy's probably fucking nuts. Magomed Shapiro. He's actually the biggest favorite on the card. Really? He's like minus 600. He's fighting Bosniak, too, who fought in uh, In Boston. Brandon Davis. Yeah. That was the worst fight of the night. Next to uh, John Vellante's fight, that fight was horrible. John Vellante, I was about to take a dude. nap in that during that fight. Oh my god, I'm seeing a picture of this dude Zabit. I'm just like Zabit uh, fights out of Jersey too. Does he? He trains with Frankie Edgar, Barbosa, and all them. Dude, this looks like Keith. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a good one. It does. It's so weird, but like in shape. It's wild. Yeah, I um, with Zabit. Yo, curtain jerker. That's that's that just goes to show you how stacked this card is. He's like one of the top prospects at fifty five. It's gonna be fire. Can't wait for the shit. Just hammered, making live bets in between fights, losing Yo, all the Saturday's money. I have. Gonna be so rough for me. Yeah. Play football eight a.m. Yeah, on Saturday. Saturday league opening week, and I get out of work at six thirty in the morning. Trash. Sleep is gonna be at a uh, Nick Day. You're gonna have to level, drink a Red Bull with your beers. Irish coffees. Ugh. Gross. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. Anyway, uh, that's it for our episode. Uh, Nick, where can they find you? LamVM10 on all social media outlets. The Jerks put out their Mania preview show, brother. Uh, check it out, SCJ Pod on Twitter. Uh, no degeneration bets this week. I'm also on Twitch now. Ooh. You Twitchers. Lamb's up. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Nick Dais. D A I S. And Not Nick Diaz. You balls. Uh, at Endovito27 on Twitter and the Grand. Uh, and you guys can find me on Twitter. Uh, not anywhere. Tim, where can they find you? <laughs> at Tim Trap on all social media outlets. At Proto Fantasy for all your fantasy baseball needs. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum. Our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum. And the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Let it go.